0: Thanks so much for tuning in to the Scary Mysteries Podcast. If you guys are fans of true crime, then you have to go check out our brand new, completely separate podcast called Every Town, where we dive into some insane stories from all around the country. Most of those true crime tales you probably haven't heard of, and we go in-depth on them, so check it out when you have a chance. It has 80 reviews so far that are all five stars, except for one, which is three stars, but hey... You can't please everyone. Please subscribe and leave a review to help us get that rolling. And now, on to this episode. Scary Mysteries Twisted News TikTok Solves Murder and Million Dollar Michigan Treasure Hunt Unique, interesting, and a little bit twisted, each week, Twisted News explores two remarkable cases making headlines around the world. In this episode, we'll uncover how TikTok is helping solve a 19-year-old murder and the exciting million-dollar Michigan treasure hunt that's underway. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted News. Number 1. TikTok Solves Murder Nowadays, you can lose track of all the trends erupting from the internet, and right now, TikTok is one of the most popular social media platforms. It's largely used by young people who post short videos expressing themselves through dancing, singing, lip-syncing, and comedy, but for one user, she is using the mobile application to hopefully solve her sister's murder. On May 17th of 2001, it was the last day of seventh grade for 12 year old Sarah Turney. She was excited to go to a nearby water park for a class field trip. It was a typical hot Arizona day, but Sarah had no idea that her life was about to be struck by tragedy. Her older half sister, Alyssa, had just finished her junior year at Paradise Valley High School and was planning on attending a graduation party. However, she never made it there. Both girls live with their father, Michael Turney. He had legally adopted Alyssa after her mother died of cancer when she was just 8 years old. He also had three older sons who were out living on their own. On that same day in May, Michael had reported Alyssa missing to the Phoenix Police Department. The family noticed that her room was uncharacteristically messy and that she had left her phone on her dresser. But a note was found in Alyssa's handwriting stating that she was running away to California. Because of this, the police considered her to be a runaway and had no further indications of foul play. Michael acted frantic about finding his daughter. Allegedly, he had gone from house to house in search of her. He passed out flyers and even traveled to California multiple times, but to no avail. Sarah said that while many kids who lived in the area dreamed of going to California, including Alyssa, her sister had never expressed that she wanted to run away. Early on in Alyssa's disappearance, her siblings had raised suspicions about their father's involvement. According to Sarah, her sister had longed for freedom from their father because he was too strict. He was always frantic about her, Sarah explained. He always had to know where she was and what she was doing. He was very overbearing, but he wasn't like that with me. Michael had even gone as far as installing security cameras as well as recording his eldest daughter's phone conversations to keep a watchful eye. Sarah said her sister had $1,800 left behind in her bank account and, as mentioned, never took her phone, which never sat right with the story of her running away. Michael's older son, James, said regarding his sister... She never came to me or to her aunt's house in California. She had so many options of places to go, but she just vanished. A week after his daughter's disappearance, Michael told the Phoenix police he received a call from a payphone in California. He alleged that it was Alyssa on the other end of the phone, and that she told him to leave her alone before ending the call. Police maintained that she was a runaway, and they never traced or verified that call. As time dragged on, no one else had ever heard from Alyssa. Then five years later, a Florida inmate's confession reignited the investigation. Thomas Heimer admitted to a prison guard that he had killed Alyssa. Initially imprisoned for the gruesome murder of another woman, he told police that Alyssa's disappearance was his doing. But upon further questioning, police determined that Heimer's accounts of the events were false. Sarah says that her father's renditions of what occurred that day have changed over the years. The Phoenix PD Missing Persons Unit declared that foul play was a factor in Alyssa's disappearance since no one had seen or heard from her. Sergeant Maggie Cox reported that there were allegations of sexual abuse by Michael which prompted the police to focus on him as a prime suspect. So in December, authorities searched the tourney house and found multiple tapes of surveillance footage, but none from the day Alyssa disappeared. They also found 19 assault rifles, a van filled with gasoline containers, and 26 explosive devices, one of the largest stockpiles of explosives in Phoenix PD history. During the search, they found Michael's manifesto as well. It was titled Diary of a Madman Martyr. The 98-page document described the inhumane working conditions he faced and how the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers were responsible for the kidnapping and murder of his daughter. In the manifesto, he detailed his plans to detonate his homemade explosives in the Union Hall out of revenge, killing everyone, including himself. In March of 2010, Michael pleaded guilty to possessing 26 unregistered pipe bombs, and was sentenced to 10 years in federal prison. But he was released seven years later, and frustrated with the case and how authorities were handling it, Sarah now sought help from the world of social media. On TikTok, she's now built up more than 620,000 followers, and the numbers are rising. In one of her more popular videos, she reveals home footage of her sister, who was 13 at the time, calling her father a pervert. Their dad responds by telling Sarah to stop recording and adds, Alyssa is a stupid moron. That video has garnered more than 13.5 million views. In another video, she reveals a conversation between herself and Michael after he had been released from prison in 2017. She had pressed him for answers when finally he said, Be at the deathbed, Sarah, and I will give you all the honest answers you want to hear. He added that he would only confess if the state agreed to administer to him a lethal injection within 10 days. Sergeant Cox confirmed that Michael remains the prime suspect, but no charges have been filed. Sarah continues to upload videos on TikTok and other media platforms with the hopes of spreading the story of her sister's disappearance and believes her efforts will one day eventually lead to justice. Number two. $1 Million Dollar Michigan Treasure Hunt The COVID-19 pandemic has hurt many of our businesses and the economy as a whole, but for one business owner, he found an ingenious way to stay afloat amidst these tough times. Johnny Perry was ecstatic when he inherited his father's jewelry shop, J&M Jewelers, but when the COVID pandemic struck, his business was unfortunately forced to shut down. He could have fairly easily disposed of his inventory with a liquidation sale, and while he wanted to make ends meet, he decided to have a little fun in the process. Perry decided to bury all his jewelry somewhere in Michigan and sell tickets to anyone wanting to participate in this ultimate scavenger hunt. According to Perry, he has buried around $1 million worth of gold, silver, and diamonds around the state. To participate... He charges a $49 fee that goes to his alternative retirement plan. All tickets come with clues and if a participant finds a piece of jewelry, they can either keep it or sell it back to Perry. On his site, he assures all participants that the treasures will be buried under or near a painted X. He cautions the treasure hunters to please be respectful of property by not digging up the town. The idea of this elaborate scheme stemmed from his restlessness during the lockdown period. He explained, I was going nuts going back and forth trying to find something to occupy my time. And that's when he stumbled upon an article about the famous 2010 Fenn treasure hunt. This was a chest of gold and jewels hidden by Forrest Fenn, an art dealer and author. Fenn was originally an accomplished pilot in the U.S. Air Force, and after retirement, he opened a gallery that sold a variety of Native American artifacts, sculptures, and paintings. It was alleged that he grossed around $6 million a year. Sadly, though, Fenn was diagnosed with terminal cancer in 1988, and that diagnosis inspired him to hide a chest of treasure so the public could search for it. He intended that the location of the treasure would be his final resting place. Luckily, though, he recovered from his illness, and 22 years later, he published a collection of short stories from his life titled The Thrill of the Chase, a memoir. In it, he revealed that he hid a treasure chest containing gold nuggets, jewelry, and other priceless objects. The location of the treasure was said to be somewhere in the mountains north of Santa Fe, His book prompted a massive treasure hunt as people estimated that the fine was valued as high as $2 million. It wasn't until 2020, a decade later, that a man from the eastern U.S. found the treasure in Wyoming. Perry decided that was a cool idea, and so he proceeded to bury everything that he had. For Perry, this is a great adventure despite a global pandemic. More than anything, he hopes that everyone can enjoy the thrill and be encouraged to go outside despite these unprecedented times. He added, Giving people adventure is giving them something to believe in again, besides this COVID crap. So there were two unique and interesting cases currently happening in our world. We'll see you next week for another episode of Twisted News. Please remember to subscribe to our channel if you liked watching this video. We have new ones coming out every Wednesday and Saturday for you guys to check out. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you soon.